Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Sometimes a person can be suffering a mental health crisis so severe that they have to be detained against their will. The legislation that covers this is Section 12 of the Mental Health Act. But it requires the person to be detained by the guardee. All too often, people who need immediate psychiatric care can end up in a cell. A new approach to this is to be tested next year in Limerick. And we're joined by Chief Superintendent Gerard Roach, who has been working on devising the pilot scheme. Gerard, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Sean. Uh, so so uh, what are you finding? And I, and I assume guards are reporting this a lot as well, that they're, you know, they're kind of... Uh, is it that they actually have to arrest someone under Section 12? Yeah, there's um, various scenarios where members of Garda Shikhan have to exercise the power of arrest, which it really it only comes into force when somebody is exhibiting uh, behaviour which is going to be a danger to themselves or members of the public. And uh, really, we have no alternative but to make that arrest in those situations. Mm. Uh, but of course, yeah, this uh, probably the person that's been arrested is 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 equally distressed. So. They don't need to be ended up in a cell or it's, it, 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 it doesn't fulfil their needs at all. No, and it goes back, this, this power has been used for nearly 100 years, I suppose, under different acts that were uh, over that period of time. And the only alternative was to bring them to guard the stations when they would be detained in these circumstances. Now, there are many other people who end up uh, going into the psychiatric services uh, in what we would call mostly normal hours of trading, which are open hours between nine and five and that, mm. uh, and they would be detained by authorised officers and brought by the the uh, psychiatric staff to the, directly there. But the out-of-hours end of it, we usually come into it, particularly after five o'clock in the evening or at the weekends between 5 p.m. and 7 a.m. in the mor- in the evening would be the most time we'd use it. And it's significant, there's significant numbers, nearly 7,000 a year detained under it. We don't particularly want to bring them to guard stations, but the law requires that we bring them there. Mm. Uh, and there's no alternative. And it's, it's the default situation as it now stands. Now, the new Mental Health Act is going to deal with some of this as well. But uh, And we would much rather, if they were being brought somewhere else, and there were more authorised officers. Uh, but uh, the solution that we're working on and, and the project we're working on will see multi-agency teams where we have ourselves and trained psychiatric nurses in teams working uh, at, the, uh, at the main hours in the project uh, whereby they'll be responding to certain calls which would have people who are in mental distress. Mm. And uh, we would be able to assess them there and then. And a lot of those may not need to be brought to guard stations. They may be uh, brought somewhere, somewhere else. Uh, you know, and we might be able to act as a conduit then for those services uh, and to try and keep them away and divert them really away from the criminal justice system, which is what we're trying to do. Yeah. Uh, because we're not the trained professionals, Sean, uh, and Garda Shikana aren't in this case. All we're doing is we're the first responders. We're doing the emergency. We're trying to grab a hold of the situation and the people who are at risk and trying to hold them until those professionals come to help us. Yes, no, absolutely. So in, in this pilot scheme in in Limerick, would it be the case then that, that you know, if if a Garda station in Limerick gets a call, that there'll also be a mental health professional on call to re- immediately respond to this? Yes, they'd be in a team, they'd work together in teams. And this has been tried in numerous different jurisdictions. And we had an international symposium in UL and Limerick where we had all of the professionals uh, from other jurisdictions, but not, you know, the vast majority of them who are using this type of scheme. 
uh, including the US, uh, PSNI in the North, uh, Police Scotland, the UK came over and they gave us their version of it as well. So yeah, there would be uh, there be another piece of it as well, as well, which is called the hub system, and that would be it's all very well dealing with them on the night, but what happens afterwards, and mm. what about care for them afterwards, and that would be managed by a hub. We would have a a, a role in that in providing certain information, but that would be pr- primarily provided by the HSE and all of the partners who manage their care uh, in the community. Right now, uh, it, for the pilot scheme. Are we still looking at kind of nine to five, five days a week? No, the pilot scheme, will, uh, and we've done a lot of analysis uh, on the, the facts and figures of where the main times are. So pilot scheme will probably start off on a couple of days a week, probably in the evenings from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, Sunday, something like that, uh, to get it going. And then we would analyse that after maybe six months to see uh, how it's working uh, with the HSE or is HSE our key partner in this? Obviously, we certainly can't do anything unless they're involved with us because they're the ones with the knowledge and also the ones with the access to the to the different services which may be required afterwards. Mm. Now, and, and if if it, if you get positive results from that, would the hope be that you'd kind of roll this out around the country? Yes, uh, we would hope so. Um, if good evaluation and again it may not look like what we're starting here but we think uh, what we have is very solid uh, and uh, different areas might require different responses particularly say cities would be very suitable for the type of project we're talking about but then you go out into the vast country areas you know say if you have county like Galway where I'm here at the moment like it's a long way say, from Portumna to Connemara mm. or you know uh, or vice versa we might have to have a different version of that but the, the the ethos of it and and the the purpose of it, which is to try and care for people rather than and divert people away from custody rather than criminalising them, that's the whole purpose of it. And as many as we can do. Now there will be some, Sean, that you know people commit cr- crimes as well when they're unwell and they may mm. end up uh, that we do have to arrest them. Sometimes we have to charge them. They might end up in Port Ran in the New Central Mental Hospital. But that's all part of the whole. Uh, uh, recommendations going forward as to how we deal with people. Uh, yeah. That came from the Commission of Future Police in, in Ireland reports and various other reports over the years who have said what we're doing isn't fit for purpose. And we need to think outside the box in that. So that's why we've come to this project and why uh, we're trying to get it going in Limerick right now. Right, okay. But but I'd say though in 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 the kind of the likes of Limerick, Cork, Galway, Dublin, that you'd need kind of that you're looking at the HSE being able to provide fairly substantial resources to ye so they can respond on that kind of 24-hour, seven-day-a-week basis for this to work properly. Yes, uh, and again, we've done a substantial business case to both organisations, which has been uh, accepted, and we're about to sign off on the initiation document now to get things going where recruitment would uh, kick in uh, and project manage it as well. Uh, and it is a significant uh, commitment of resources for both organisations. Uh, but again, this is the way to go forward with regards to dealing with people with mental health. Uh, and it, it really can't keep going the way it is. We have to think of new ways to deal with people, better yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah. Now, and if you're looking at 7,000 calls a, a year, uh, if uh, th- that would help in terms of resources for the Gardaí as well, I assume? Well, that, that, to be honest, they're... The small, they're they're only the um, they're only the tip of the iceberg on this, uh, Sean. Like they're the cute cases. Mm. They're the ones who end up under Section Twelve detained. But we have a huge amount of calls, both 
to the HSE in ourselves, which fall outside that. Particularly, we did an in-depth study in October of 2021, and between ourselves in the Limerick area, we discovered there was about 102 calls in a month between the two organisations that could have been responded to by these teams had they been in place. So there's a lot of calls, Sean, that don't end up in Section 12, but people are in difficulty, need help, and, uh, you know, need that... um, intervention as well so that's that's the purpose of it so yeah a whole whole cadre of calls and a whole cadre of people and and cohort of people who can be helped should we bring this in they and i assume your average guard would have a certain amount of training uh, in being able to spot someone in crisis would they Ah, uh, they do. We do the safe talk. We do the assist uh, training in Templemore. We do it, uh, lots of um training, human rights training and everything. Now, that's that's standard in the Garda Shia But again, you know, as I said to you, we're first responders. We grab hold of people. We hold on to them. But if we have uh, trained mental health people with us, it is definitely going to make a difference. For instance, if we bring in the Section 12, that you discussed there, into the station, well, then you have a trained mental health person with you dealing with that person in the station rather than bringing them in into the station, into custody area. Okay, we ring the doctor straight away and we get them as help as quickly as possible. But here we this different. We have a mental health professional with us yeah. while while that's while that's going on. That has to be better. Jared, thank you very much for uh, speaking with us today. That was uh, Chief Superintendent Jared Roach there, uh, based in Galway. But as you heard, that pilot scheme uh, will launch uh, in the new year in Limerick. Uh, Mark, who's a solicitor, says on this particular uh, subject, uh, this is a complex area of law. While it is true that the Gardaí do take people into custody under Section 12 of the Mental Health Act, that process only accounts for about 35% of involuntary admissions per annum. As a solicitor involved in representing patients who are detained under the Act, the majority of cases I see involve admissions by family members, uh, says Mark. And I assume you're implying that that in some some of those cases it might be justified and in some other of those cases uh, the uh, the patient involved uh, might want to dispute that. Uh, But as you say, a very complex area of law. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.